just got to record. Good morning, everyone. Hi, thank you so much for chiming in today. We're talking about 10 body positive practices that will help you, that I would like to think help you um, minute diminish your food roll, rules, your all that kind of good stuff, okay? So this, I am hoping, is going to be sheer gold for you, sheer amazingness. Um, I will introduce myself. Um, I'm recorded. Hello, people on the podcast. Hello, people on Instagram. Hello, people on watching the recording from my website. Um, my name is Steph. I'm doing great today. Thank you for asking. I hope you guys are all doing well. Um, I try to keep these nice and short, but sometimes I can ramble and talk a little bit longer, share my experiences, share that kind of stuff, plans for the future for you guys. Um, so my name is Steph. I am a personal trainer, health and fitness coach, whatever you want to call me. Um, just more, more than anything, I'm your friend. Um, I have been doing this for whew, how many years is it now? Like five almost. And I have gone through a whirlwind of things in my entire life, as I know that you have as well. Um, I have been just a little, little background. I know I touched on this yesterday, but you know, new people are joining every day. So <clears throat> I have basically been dieting since I was eight. A parental figure um, used to take the um, approach diet starts tomorrow diet starts on Monday and spend the whole weekend pre-eating um, with that mentality if you're like just shoving food down your throat um, the whole weekend you like essentially it's like to gain weight so that you can lose weight really quickly and then it makes you feel really good it also creates this culture of starvation this culture of deprivation and this idea that you can't diet and enjoy foods that like and enjoy foods at the same time, which is just crazy to me because that's absolutely not true. Um, I have taken a stance on the diet culture in general. Um, I don't believe in it. I don't think that a diet is a good um, sense of worth, and I don't believe that a diet is um, a good sense for yourself. So diet, in my opinion, means I hate myself. I'm it means starvation, it means deprivation, it means that you are going to in, enact or in, um, what's that word, invoke or um, set off your primal, your primal instinct to overeat because when you starve, your body um, goes into, um, I always butcher this word, it's A-U-T-O-P-H-A-G-Y, auto, figgy autofigy and that is your body will eat its own tissues for me i actually enjoy my body and i enjoy my tissues and i like my brain tissues and i like that and that is not what i want to happen in my life and in my brain because i think i'm pretty smart oh i knocked you over i'm sorry guys Sorry, I was getting a sweater. So um, I don't like that. I don't think that that's a very constructive way of living life. I like my brain cells. I think that um, they're ne necessary. So I preach body positivity, um, rejecting diets because they don't work. 95% of people fail on a diet, um, causing all of us to think that we are the problem. And when you're 95% fail rate, you think you're the problem. It's obviously not you. Hey, how are you? Thanks for joining guys. So I just wanted to remind you that you aren't the problem and to stop diet hopping because taking on this mentality of 
eating at a deficit to lose weight, causing you to overeat, leaving you in this vicious cycle is just wasting your money, wasting your energy and really taking a hard, hard thing, like a hard, hard, um, toll on your psyche. Okay. So my name is Steph. I have a bachelor of arts from Wilfrid Laurier. I specialize in sociology, um, love studying people, their habits, their behaviors, um, all that kind of stuff. It is so relevant in the health and fitness industry today. It's so relevant in our lives. Um, I am a personal trainer as well. I am a lean body coach and I am also a coach with Beachbody. I like just to mention that um, it's kind of like, these are just like things that I do just to help you guys kind of know where I'm coming from, know what I do, know where my, um, where I kind of recommend going just based on personal experience, professional opinion, all that kind of good stuff. So that is a little bit about me um, and my background without going into so much detail. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you guys about 10, um, 10 body positive practices. These come from a couple books that I've been reading. Two books that I highly recommend you guys checking out is called Intuitive Eating and um, Body Kindness. Those are two books that I think have been absolutely life-changing for me as a, as a human being and as a coach as well. It's really helped me wrap my head around um, some really great practices and some really great tips and tricks for you. So I have put this message into my own words, um, but just like, you know, there's so much information out there. I've tried to gather it for you, organize it for you, take the points that I thought were really good, put my own spin on it and, um, you know, direct you if you wanted more information where to go. So you can go to body kindness. That is a book or intuitive eating. Um, <clears throat> so these are my 10 body positive hacks, tips, practices, whatever. Okay. So number one, fuck you diet mentality. Okay. Give the diet mentality, the big whole fuck you. Um, like I was saying earlier, it causes it like diet means starvation. Diet means deprivation. Diet means like I hate myself. And when you come from that energy, your body is just going to respond to that, that notion, that idea, that, um, that practice. And like, you don't want to live in the world where you hate yourself. Like that's just no fun anyways. So why do we keep preaching that? And why do we keep doing things to change our body based on, I hate myself. So dieting is really to create a sense of social conformity and social norm and normal beauty standards for both men and women. Um, like I understand that again, I'm generalizing here, but for most women, I can speak to women primarily, and then I can just speak in general for men. Um, these are all just generalizations. If you don't experience them, that I'm so happy for you, but women typically feel they need to be a size two, a size zero lean, that curves aren't good. You know, you have to, um, you can't have anything wrong with your skin. Um, basically you can't be strong. That is one thing that women feel is like, you have to be stupid that you have to like a little bit ditzy. You can't be smart. Um, that you, you know, you have to be lean and weak and rely on men, um, which is just so not true. Um, and like, I know in our modern day that's changed a little bit and it's definitely like more independent women are like coming out, but like the body, the body standards are still definitely there. And that's why giving like the diet mentality 
the big old heave ho because you're already beautiful the way you are, both men and women. Um, I know that men feel an incline to be buff and to be super built and like they have to be strong and masculine and uh, I'm the provider. Um, and again, that's just not true. And like, we don't have to live that way. So I think that it, when we can just live the way that we want to and love ourselves and live in harmony and in unison with each other, it's a more beautiful thing. So when you give the big fuck you to the diet mentality, it just get rid of everything that makes you think diet. Okay. If you have magazines, books, um, like some cookbooks that are diet based, um, everything that doesn't jive with you. So I do understand some people like certain diets and it works for their body and they, they feel really good on it. That's great. If it's like, if that is you, that's great, but it does, I don't want you to feel inclined to go diet. Okay. So, um, just, just trying to educate you on what could be really good for you. So get rid of everything that makes you feel or think that you need to go on a diet. So that can be magazines, that can be fashion magazines, beauty magazines, that can be diet books, that can be um, diet magazines, like get, just get rid of it, burn it. You are breaking up with your diet. Okay. Um, diet isn't even going to be a word that we use um, because when we say diet, it means I hate myself. Diet is starvation. And when you're in starvation mode, you will be hungry all the time. You're not going to get enough calories and you're going to go into autophagy. Um, that is when your body doesn't get enough food, it starts eating its own, um, its own cells. And I like my cells. I like my brain cells. Don't you like your brain cells? So why don't we just fuel ourselves properly so that we can properly function and we don't get hangry? And I understand that like sometimes you might get hangry. That's cool. I'm just saying for the most part, let's try to live a life where we don't feel so like it's not so necessary for us to be who we aren't and look the way who we aren't. Okay. So I just want to like help that. It's time to get pissed off at the dieting culture. Like I said, they've created lies. They've created false hope for losing weight quickly, and it causes long-term damage to your psyche. So, <clears throat> you know, people diet, people get their eating disorders, and it causes this, like, not enough feeling around your weight and the way and how much you weigh doesn't matter. It's not your worth. Your worth is not based on how you weigh. If you have fat on your body, it does not mean that you're unhealthy. Um, if you are overweight, it does not mean that you are unhealthy. I am actually at a BMI where I am overweight, but I believe looking at myself, I look like a normal weight. So, um, weight really doesn't necessarily have anything to do, um, with your worth or your health. Okay. So get pissed off, get pissed off at the dieting culture. 95% of diets don't work. So stop trying to make them work and start trying to take control of your love for yourself and do things that feel good instead of forcing yourself to diet. That is my biggest, biggest takeaway. And you need to get, you need to let go of any glimmer of hope that you hold on to that a diet is the answer. It will stop you and inhibit you for the rest of your life. So any glimmer of hope that a diet is going to be the answer is I just get rid of it now because it's not going to be the answer. If it hasn't worked for you on your 1 million other approach approaches, why is this one the answer? Get rid of it. 
don't go on a diet, feel better about the way you look and you're going to, you're going to feel better about your life. Your weight will just roll off if it's meant to roll off and you'll just feel better and you're going to feel confident. You're going to feel positive and you're going to feel fucking amazing. Woo. Okay. So any glimmer of hope that you hold on to that a diet is the answer will stop you from losing weight and it's going to stop you from moving forward and it's going to hold you back in every every area of your life. It's like going through a breakup, right? Any glimmer of hope that you hold on to that your ex is going to take you back or the answer or whatever, then it's going to stop you from moving on. It is. It's the same idea. So fuck you diets. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. That's number one. Number two. Hey hunger. I feel you. Okay. I feel you. I feel you too. Hunger Okay, hunger is a natural biological sensation. Hunger is your body telling you it's time for more energy and it's time to refuel. I want you to start thinking about this. Food is fuel. Fuel is energy. Energy means you live. Living means life, okay? So you're driving your car down the uh, road. I guess we drive them on roads. You're driving your car down the road, okay? Or the park lane if you're if you're a rebel. Um, and you're you're driving, right? Do, 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 and then like your little your little gas light comes on. That's like your initial rumble in your tumble. So it goes, give me gas. Right? Whatever noise it makes. Ah! Right? Whatever your tummy makes. Mine goes, Bleh! um, and you're like, ah, don't need it. I don't need to fuel you right now. Fuck you. You keep driving and then it's like, right? And see, it's getting, getting bigger and like, right? You know, rumbles in your tumbles. And then you just don't fuel it. And then what happens to the car? It stops. So same idea. Your tummy is your gas tank. Tummy is your gas tank, right? So we're not going to drink gasoline, but we're going to put our gasoline in our mouth, which is our food. It's going to give us the fuel going to let us have energy and is going to tell us when we need to refill because a gas tank only lasts so long and the amount of time the gas tank will last is depending on you and your activities and what you're doing that day so ever notice right ever notice minus minus boredom meeting if you're having like a full netflix day and you're laying on the couch you could probably go without eating a lot longer than a day that you're gardening or a day that you are going for a marathon or the day that you are shopping for Christmas shit or the day that you are working or this or that is because your energy levels are different. So your energy levels are going to impact the way of which, how much you eat because you're outputting more energy. And if you're outputting more energy, you need to refuel. Okay. If you don't eat enough, you go into auto. I can't pronounce this fucking word. Autophagy, um, autophagy. It's the one where you eat, eat your brain cells, and you will, without a doubt, spark your human natural desire to overeat. So when you when you starve yourself, you have a natural primal, 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 primal desire to overeat. And when you get to the stage of of hunger, moderation and control is gone because you need to eat. It is why, it's why you eat the whole bag of chips when you're starving. 
It's why scientifically people will over shop and overbuy at the grocery store if they go grocery shopping hungry. It is why this happens. So if you're like, oh, I'm just gonna have one and you are fucking starving, you eat way more every single time without a doubt. You know, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. So don't try to fight it. So <clears throat> it is better for you to not get to the start stage of being fucking starving than at all. Okay. That's why it is so important. So, 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 so I even bolded it and underlined it. Oh, I didn't underline it. I bolded it. So important for you to understand, learn, and trust the rumbles in your tumbles. Okay. I can't stress that enough. It, hunger is a natural biological sensation. There's nothing wrong with you for getting hungry. It is normal. Eat. You have permission to fucking eat. Okay. Here we go. Oh, I missed one. Huh. All right. Well, four. Guess we're skipping three. Um, hey, food. Can we make up? How nice would it be to be able to say, hey, food. I eat you. I enjoy you. Uh, you give me fuel and this gives me pleasure. Not, well, I guess it could give you like sexual orgasmic pleasure, depending on what you eat. There's definitely that. But this kind of food agreement gives you permission to eat what you are craving and what you are desiring. So there is a reason that you get cravings. So, um, I can't speak for all cravings, but have you ever just like gone from like, like, let's say you went on vacation, right? You went to an all-inclusive resort. If you've ever had the privilege of going to an all-inclusive resort, and I really hope that if you haven't, you get the privilege of being able to do that. And you just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. Okay. And this is what happens to me. I eat way too much, but I like, love it. It's good. And then I get home and I'm like, I just need a salad or I just need to eat vegetables, or I just need to eat something that isn't like steak and potatoes and heavy. And I just like, I need to eat something like light, fluffy and a salad and I feel better. Have you ever had that like sensation? That is your body telling you what it needs. That sensation is a craving. Um, and you can have good cravings and then you can have like tasty cravings. Nothing is good nor bad. I don't want you to see, think of anything that is like good or bad. That's it just is what it is. And if you stop telling yourself you can't have something, it's creating this idea of forbidden food. Have you ever like wanted something more like, Oh, you can't, you can't see this boy. And it just creates this lingering and like sexual desire to want them more. And you're like, Oh, I'm just going to see them. Right. That's what you're doing to yourself. And this, this conception of forbidden food is going to cause you to overeat, want it more, create the last supper mentality where you're like, fuck it. And you eat the whole fucking thing instead of like actually enjoying it. And then you're just going to feel guilty, create this vicious cycle. And ah! So if you can, when we can say and understand that it's okay for you to enjoy food, it's okay for you to have it, have cravings and it's okay for you to understand that food is fuel and, it, and it's okay to actually have pleasure when you eat. This kind of agreement gives you permission to eat what you're craving and, and what you're desiring and still feel good um, because you're going to eat proper amount. You're going to eat amount that feels good for you. And it's not going to create the sensation of forbidden food. And it's actually going to help control your weight. Okay. Does that make sense? Give me a hell's yeah. Hell's yeah. 
Okay. So number five, because we missed three, which is actually number four, but here we go. I've never been more satisfied. Okay. Did you know that you can eat for pleasure and feel good about what we eat? So we have these little, little friends on our tongues, um, which is a hilarious way to word them. They're, they're our buds. They're our taste buds. So every single person in the world is different and every single person is going to have a different personality, a different genetic makeup, a different taste bud. So like, just like snowflakes, snowflakes are all uniquely different. Our taste buds are all uniquely different. Our, um, our, um, mind is uniquely different personality, everything, even our body. So this is why like some diets work for some people and other diets don't work for other people. And this is why diets don't work in general. So like, so I'm going to tell you a few things that I really enjoy that I don't like. Um, I can tell you when I didn't like them, how long I haven't liked them, that kind of thing. So, <clears throat> and like your body changes too. So, um, for one of the examples, I will, I will explain. Um, but for this one, for instance, for me, I hate mushrooms. I hate them. I can't stand them. I don't like the taste. I don't like the texture. I hate the way they're grown. I think it's disgusting. Um, I, they do not bring me pleasure, but I, so that means I'm not going to force myself to eat them. Can you imagine me sitting there force feeding myself to eat mushrooms? So why would I, why would I do that? It brings dissatisfaction to me and this is not going to bring me pleasure and food is fuel. I want to eat certain foods. Mushrooms is not one of them. I will eat mushrooms in moderation. If it's like in food, I'll pick around it. If it's like a, like a little button mushroom, I'll scoop it away. <clears throat> so apples, I love their taste. I love their texture. I love their bitterness, their sweetness, their hardness. Um, I love the look of them. The taste of an apple brings me massive pleasure. Um, it just brings me massive pleasure and I love it. I don't know why I wrote when I hate it on the slide. It's supposed to say love it. Okay. So a few months ago, here, here's one that throws people off because I used to love this food and I, now I don't. So if you've ever been pregnant, once you're not pregnant, it shit just can go out the window. Like your whole taste buds are changed. Like all those hormones are just change your body. So as pregnant, um, not pregnant anymore, lost the baby. So I, love or i used to love chicken now not a fan don't like it don't like the texture don't like the taste don't like the smell i can't do anything chicken like it just is like ugh, ugh. i don't know why it's just it's gross to me um i can do chicken pieces like little tiny chicken pieces but i won't sit there and like eat a piece of chicken i find it strange i find it ugh, ugh. i don't know why but beef love beef I love it. I will eat all the beef. I will eat all the pork. I will eat all the bacon. I'll eat all the sausage. It's just something about chicken. Um, I haven't tried ground chicken yet, but just like a piece of chicken, just, it doesn't work for me. So, um, my intuitive eating is guiding me towards or away from these foods. And I can tell in the pleasure and displeasure that I have for foods when I eat the food. Hi Everett. How are you? Thanks for joining. Um, I have, <clears throat> pleasure or displeasure in the foods that I eat. When I eat the food, I can tell when I'm full. I can tell that I've enjoyed the food. I can, and when I get to this part of eating, I actually can slow down and savor my meals. Okay. 
Um, so that's why it's so important to learn your, um, your preferences, your cravings when you're hungry, when you're full, and you actually can enjoy it. And it's okay to enjoy your food. Doesn't that feel nice to hear that it's totally cool to just like enjoy what you're eating? I know, crazy talk. Um, so this is like building on from the past one. So, hey, tummy, you feel full. So cravings are our biological guide to help you feel satisfied and full. So when you pay attention, you can actually learn your hunger and full signals from your stomach. Yes, I know, crazy that our stomachs are biologically programmed to tell us when we're hungry. And hungry means in need of more energy and full when you've received enough energy, okay? Remember, food is just energy, we need it to survive, and you don't have to earn a meal. Like, these are, these are like often mind, mind blowers for people. Um, when I say these, they are like, whoa, wait a minute, I don't have to earn a meal? Nope, you do not need to earn a meal. You do not need to go for a run before you eat. Um, you can if that's how you feel and it feels in line and not limiting and restrictive, but <clears throat> if you don't feel like you need to, you don't have to earn a meal, you've earned a meal just by living, okay? Food is fuel, fuel gets us to living, and it powers our cars, which are our bodies, to live more. Cool? Cool. So, I'm gonna just go over that one more time. Cravings are your biological guide to help you feel satisfied. Yes, you can have pleasure and eat and full. When you pay attention to your tummy, you actually can learn how to um, be hungry and full. When you're hungry, it's your biological programming telling you that you're hungry in need of more energy. And when you're full, it tells you that you have enough energy. Okay, so it's number six. Number seven is reject the guilt. You don't need to feel guilty for eating. Again, you don't need to earn a meal. My nose is always like running on these. Ugh. Okay, diets, starvation, and deprivation create an environment and an instinct for us to overeat. This is where we enter the vicious cycling of yo-yo dieting, gaining weight, losing weight, or the diet culture as general, okay? Not feeling enough, not feeling like um, the weight that we are is good enough, assigning, um, <clears throat> assigning worth to our weight, um, letting other people's opinions about weight into our us, which is, ugh, okay? Actually, that sparks a quote that I heard the other day, is, um, so if you think about like you, in an ocean, okay? And the ocean is like all of these like rules and diet culture and like info and shit about dieting or like weight loss or like the way you should look, beauty standards, whatever, insert whatever thing. The quote was, all the, all the water in the world can't drown you until it gets inside you. And I think that's really powerful for this message because it really doesn't matter all, and I know that it's hard. I know. I know how hard it is to not let other people's opinions in and not let other things um, get in the way. But all the water in the world can't, can't drown you unless it gets inside you. So that's why entering this vicious cycle of yo-yo dieting, gaining the weight, losing the weight, the diet culture is vicious. It will drown you. So let's take yourself out of it 
and float in it because it's going to be there anyways. So, and, and it's sad to say because it exists and it doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon, but we can enter a community where we don't need that. We don't live for that. We don't love that. We don't let that in and we just do us and it won't drown us and we can live happily amongst this standard. Okay. The other thing that is like really important to remember is food can't fix your feelings. Um, and I know that that's hard. Um, especially like it's interesting because our bodies will like, when you go through like a massive change, um, if you know my story, which I don't share too much of this part of my life on Instagram because it's been affected by somebody else. Um, in the past, when I went through huge life-changing events, um, my reaction is I actually lose my appetite. It actually has nothing to do with like my innate eating, but in those moments I stopped eating. And then, um, when I can tell I'm like back to normal because I was eating normal. And, but for other people who, and, and it's not good nor bad if you're opposite to me, um, it just is what it is. And it's not, again, I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying that everybody's body is different. So food can never be a solution to your emotions, um, especially boredom, upset, trauma, anxiety, unhappiness. We need to find solutions to emotional eating so that we can actually embrace the joys of eating. And I know that that sounds crazy and is so hard, but when you can actually become aware of emotional eating or mindless eating or like going to the fridge like a thousand times um, and you can embrace that you're actually hungry and you want to enjoy food, that's going to be a lot better than mindlessly eating and eating out of boredom and eating when you're upset and eating when you're unhappy and you take the pleasure away. When you eat your feelings, um, it creates guilt it, and it, disen it disengages caring and it moves you away from body positivity because you, re you reinforce guilt around food. Food should never make you feel guilty. Nothing should ever make you feel guilty. Guilty is a low vibration, is a low vibration emotion that like makes you feel icky. And, I, and I'm sure if you had a friend that made you feel guilty every time you hung out with them, you wouldn't continue to hang out with them. So why do we put ourselves through this pain of constantly feeling guilty around food? Okay. So, um, diet starvation and deprivation create an environment and an instinct for us to overeat. Um, we enter the vicious yo-yo cycling, yo-yo dieting, gaining weight, losing weight, and the diet culture. And just remember that when we live in a culture of dieting, that again, I'm just gonna repeat the quote one more time so you remember that no, no amount of water in the world can drown you unless it gets inside you, okay? So food won't fix your emotions, foods won't fix your problems. So let's find a solution to emotional eating and our problems so that we actually can embrace joy and bring joy into our eating. Okay. Number eight, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what you mean to me. Did you, did, so if you're, if you're, uh, if you're watching the slideshow, that's what it says. Did you sing it? Did you sing it with me? Huh? I know you guys can't see it. Let's see if you can see it. See, look, you see it? You see it? R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Oh, it's backwards. That's okay. You guys are fine. You guys are just doing great. 
Hi, Instagram. Hi, podcast. Hi, slideshow. Okay. Okay. So do you think that, and I touched on this earlier. So do you think that it's, that a snow, every snowflake is beautiful and is different? Um, sorry. Do you think that it's beautiful that every snowflake is different? It's a yes or no question. Hopefully I don't really like most people are going to say, yes, that's great. I guess. Um, not a single snowflake is the same. Scientifically heard that. I'm assuming it's true. Didn't research that fact. Just assuming that that information that was provided to me when I was four is right. So the same goes for our bodies. This is true. Not one is the same. And I think that that's beautiful. Okay. Um, yes, we have doppelgangers who look similar to us. That's, that's inevitable, but not everybody's body is different. This means that we are uniquely different. So if you think about your feet, this is an example from one of the books. If you think about your feet, would you squeeze my size 10 feet into a kid's size four shoe? No, and I'm not going to chop my feet off. I'm not going to chop my toes off because it doesn't fit anyway. I'm going to buy a pair of shoes that fit. And I'm not going to hate my feet because of the size that they are. So I'm, this is where we learn to respect our bodies for the way that they are and shop accordingly. I talked about this yesterday. I used to hate shopping because my hips and my thighs and my calves were all different sizes and there's no universal size for pants. And that was really frustrating. But once I like learned to love myself and love my body for the shape and size, I do love my body for its shape and size. Um, and as I like exercising for me is like one of the ways that like I can keep improving my body and loving my body. And I love the results that I get. And that comes from a place of love, um, not a place of like crazy. So it makes me feel good. And so we don't need to be so strict about the way that we look, the shape and the shape that we are, because the obsession that we have about other people's, and I really hope that this like stress it, this release some stress for you. Um, so you know that like stress you have about like, I don't know, I don't know, the hourglass girl, the girl who's got that hourglass figure and you're like, oh my God, I wish I had an hourglass and you're, you're like a box, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Or you're like, you're pear-shaped or whatever. There is somebody else out there obsessing about your figure. Totally. And hopefully that like relieves some stress for you because you're like, oh man, somebody loves my body. Hopefully that somebody is also you. But like, we don't need to be so obsessed. This obsession about the way we look, about our bodies, about abs, about muscle definition doesn't need to be so, ah, okay? So um, it's beautiful that we're all different. Nobody's body is the same. That's why, ah, okay, ah. So number nine, exercise is not punishment. So heads up, next week, I'm gonna be focusing on like um, exercise and like, and then like product reviews, hopefully if my product reviews are in um, tips and tricks for exercising and just helping you like get through that. But like today, I just want to remind you that exercise isn't punishment. Okay. And I know that that is a strange thing to take on, but I hope that this like liberates you that like, you're not that you don't have to exercise because you had a cupcake or a piece of pie. <laughs> Like, um, and I'm exaggerating here. If you eat a cupcake or a piece of cake or the whole cake or like eight cakes, it doesn't matter, or the whole wedding cake, it doesn't mean that you need to go 
for three hours of sprints. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you need to go lift weights. It doesn't mean that you need to go do beach bodies, max insanity cardio three times over. Like always go off of how you feel. Okay. Always feeling is your GPS to your happy life. So if you feel like you want to exercise, what do you feel like you want to do? Do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to go for a run? Do you want to try running and then go for a walk? Do you want to go for a walk run? Do you want to lift weights? Do you want to lift light weights? Do you want to call your personal trainer and say, Hey, I'm ready to exercise and who you are. And um, let's start slow. I love those calls. They're my favorite. I love training people when they know where they're at and how they feel. It's so important, can get you exactly what you need. But if you're like, I ate the whole wedding cake last night, I need to do an hour of HIIT training and you haven't worked out a day in your life, that's just gonna make you feel worse. So go off of how you feel. Are you feeling drawn to doing the cardio burning exercise? Or are you feeling like you need to hop on your bike and just do like, 10, 20, 30, 40 minutes of just biking. Do you need to go for a walk? How does it make you feel? So after you've done your exercise or while you're doing your exercise, how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel good being out in nature, going for a walk in the forest? Does it make you feel good walking the beach? Does it make you feel good listening to the birds? Does it make you feel good moving? How do you feel after? Has it made you more energized? Has it made you more tired? Learn. Learning about you and your body is the most important thing, okay? Because not everybody's body's different. Everybody is at a different stage, um, like, and everybody is different. So um, that's why you need to be very, very aware of who you're following on social media and how they make you feel, especially around your exercise and around your body. Very important. Number 10, ready? Love your body. Ah, what? Love my body? Ugh. We all have different bodies. We covered this earlier. And with different bodies, it means we have different tastes, different preferences. Have you ever met somebody who doesn't like olives, mushrooms, tomatoes, peppers, chicken? Um, we all have taste buds. These little friends on our tongues. Ah, okay. Uh -huh. So there are friends and we need to please them. You ever invite a friend over and you want to please them? Well, now's your time. Let's please our let's please our taste buds. So you don't have to eat perfectly. It's a matter of making decisions that make you feel good over time. It is about progression, not perfection. If you if your eating makes you feel good, then you're going to consistently feel better, and this is what matters. Okay, that is the biggest takeaway. It is not about, it is about progression, not perfection. Perfect doesn't exist anyways, so stop striving for that. That is fact, fact. Sorry, I don't lay down hard facts ever. Um, perfect doesn't exist, so I'm just gonna break it to you. Sorry, go somewhere else if you want, perfect. But you've never eaten perfectly before. You're not gonna start eating perfectly now. So it's a matter of making good, making decisions that make you feel good over time. And when your eating makes you feel good, then you're going to consistently feel better. And this is what matters the most. So that was number 10. Is it done? Are we done? <gasps> that was number 10. Oh my goodness, guys. I really, really, really think that we strive some big steps here. We're no, we lost number three, but I mean, I think overall that's all right. 
Um, so um, I'm just gonna quickly recap. Fuck the diet mentality, okay? Hey, hunger, I feel you. Learning our hunger sensations. These are good things. Hey, food, can we make up? Because we love food, it's our fuel. I've never been more satisfied. So thinking about our little taste buds, these little friends on our tongues, okay? Hey, tummy, you feel full. Learning how when we're full, okay? Reject the guilt, embrace caring. Respect, find out what it means to me. Exercise is not punishment. And love your body. So I'm just gonna stop my recording. Thanks for watching, guys. I hope you learned. Have a good day. Okay. So, oh no, I wasn't done. Oh, I just stopped sharing. Okay, cool. So, um, so what I wanted to share, ask you guys, is if this is something that you are learning from and you are um, enjoying, I am gonna ask you to follow, like, and share. Um, we're a little, we're a little baby podcast. We're just a little baby Instagram page and we're just a little baby website right now. And we are looking to grow. So if you guys, um, share on your Instagram stories, follow all that kind of good stuff, leave a review. I would really much appreciate it. And next week I'm going to have a little gift for everybody who, um, leaves a review and shares this on Instagram. It will be a magnificent gift and I really really appreciate all the support all the listens all the love that I'm getting um, next week we're gonna focus on like more exercise focused stuff exercise is my jam uh, I love exercise it's like one of my favorite things but this week I thought it would be really important to um, focus on healthy eating invoking the body positivity so that when we move into the exercise not being punishment we can feel really good about what we're doing. Okay, guys? Thank you so much for listening. I'm just gonna graze the comments real quick.